Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. In today's episode, we're going to talk about inheriting money. We're going to talk about why it can be a challenging event for some people financially. We're going to talk about the mistakes that people make uh, when dealing with an unexpected uh, inheritance. And then also talk about some opportunities of how to think about this from a planning process that could really make a a positive long-term change in your financial outlook. One of the reasons why I think this is a really important topic to discuss, although it's not one we necessarily can control, is that when we look at the economics of wealth transition, you know, some publications expect that over the next 20 to 30 years, there'll be a 30 to $50 trillion of wealth transitioned between families uh, and individuals. Um, you know, when you look at the baby boomer generation and just the value of the assets they've accumulated, both savings and real estate, it's likely that there's going to be some transitioning wealth uh, over those next 20 to 30 years. Now, for most people, they don't exactly know what they may be entitled to or should be expecting from an inheritance. For some, it may be three to $5,000, and for others, it might be in the millions. Um, so regardless of you know, whether you know you're inheriting money or the amount of, of, that you should expect, you know, this is a topic that everyone might have to deal with in the future and one that um, is important to at least mentally uh, have an understanding of how to approach. So let's start with the challenges that can come with inheriting money. And you know, some listeners may say, well, what's so hard about it? You're, you're getting money. How, in what situation could that be difficult? Um, but I've, I've worked with a lot of clients and I've also had, you know, dealt with this personally, that when you're inheriting money, the, the event that has to happen in order to inherit money is someone has to die. And for many individuals, the idea of receiving a financial windfall, whether, like I said, it might be $5,000 or $50,000 as a result of someone passing away or a loved one passing away can be a a challenging thing emotionally. And I've seen clients deal with extreme guilt, uh, you know, and they'll say things like, I would give it all back for one more day or one more dinner or one more holiday. Um, And when that emotion gets entangled with the financial side of it, it sometimes can be paralyzing for people to do anything with that money or even think about it mentally. But my job as an advisor is to empathize with the feelings, emotions that clients are dealing with, but ultimately help them make confident and educated decisions that are going to improve the long-term outlook. Beyond the guilt, there also can be a fear factor. You know, we've talked about some people's anxiety when it comes to money matters and imagine a situation where you might go from having say ten thousand dollars in the bank to now all of a sudden having a hundred thousand dollars in the bank overnight that can be uh, scary for people it can create anxiety and fears about uh, making mistakes or or doing the wrong thing with those dollars and lastly when it comes time to you know inherit money a lot of times there's multiple siblings involved or multiple multiple family members and as much as you know, everyone wants to get along, it's uh, unfortunate what could happen to families when there's a, a pot of money that has to be divided and you know, maybe not everyone agrees with the split and how it should be divided, who kind of earned what or was deserving of what. And 
you know, those family dynamics can really put stress and strain into a, a financial situation that um, you know is unfortunate, but it, it happens. So inheriting money can be challenging. And when people face challenging situations, sometimes they make mistakes. And I'm gonna share with you a couple of mistakes that I've seen clients make, uh, and then we'll kind of move on from there to talk about you know opportunities for the future. Um, the first and kind of the biggest mistake I see people make is they do nothing. And you know whether it be fear, anxiety, or guilt-driven, uh, they kind of a- avoid addressing the inheritance. Um, sometimes it's a small account. You know, maybe there's a few thousand dollars in an IRA that you were left by a grandparent or a parent. Um, and you just, you're busy with work and you're busy with life and you don't get around to it. Um, and you know, the challenges with kind of ignoring it or doing nothing, um, one, there sometimes are tax consequences. So if you are a beneficiary in an IRA and you don't take action to either take your distributions that are required, there can be significant penalties or uh, might require you to take a large distribution in one year uh, at, at a kind of a higher tax bracket that may not be efficient or effective for you. Uh, the second is the further you get from, you know, kind of the event of death, um, you know, you have to deal with re-registration of accounts, you have to retitle things. Um, and, you know, the, the longer you wait to kind of get that done, the process can get a little bit more difficult. And finally, you, you have the, the loss of earnings potential. You know, a lot of times I'll see clients will inherit a CD account or a bank account from a parent and maybe it's twenty or thirty thousand um, dollars, and they just kind of leave it alone. Um, in that cash, although they might have thirty or forty years until retirement or when they think they might need it, they leave it alone in that CD or cash, earning zero to one percent. When that money could have been earning something greater than that, you know, towards their retirement balances. The second mistake I've seen clients make uh, a lot of times is they'll overextend themselves. So it, they inherit, say, $50,000, and they go out and buy a, a car for thirty or $40,000 more than they should have spent. Uh, or they you know, put a, an addition on the house that was really kind of um, outside their budget. And you know, three to five years down the road, not only do they not have the $50,000 they inherited, but now they also might still have a $20,000 car loan or a, a second mortgage that they're paying off. And they feel like they're almost further backwards than they were before they inherited the money. I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to enjoy yourself or enjoy some of the money because that ultimately is what you know the people that left it to you would like you to do. Uh, you just want to make sure you have a balanced approach. And lastly, and obviously there's probably other mistakes, but you know from what I've observed is that sometimes people try to immediately give it all away to their kids or to the next generation or possibly to a charity. And there's nothing wrong with taking uh, a gift that you received and transferring it to your children. Uh, but sometimes there's tax consequences. So if you're taking all the money out of an IRA just to give it to your kids, sometimes people forget that they're going to have to pay a large tax bill on that, that, that item. Or on a sale of real estate or rental income, they may be giving up more than they, they need to uh, by trying to do it so fast. Um, and sometimes they also don't take into consideration that how that might impact their financial future by not having those dollars for the, for the long term. So let me share with you some of the dialogue and techniques that I employ with my clients. Um, the first is you're just identify, addressing the idea of an inheritance. And there's kind of typically two types of inheritances. One, 
there's an expected inheritance. And you know, for these are individuals whose parents have done okay, they own their home outright, they've saved, they're most likely financially independent, and it's likely that there'll be something left over. Um, so we don't necessarily need to know the exact amounts, but just you know, helping clients understand, look, there's gonna be a time down the road, maybe it's 10 years, maybe it's 20 years that you're going to inherit some money and let's just you know, think about how you would wanna address that. So at least there's some proactive planning, um, like I said, that we can't control, but at least we've had that dialogue. The second is the unexpected inheritance. And this is usually where I get most of my calls, which is, you know, someone passed away, there's a chunk of money that I need to know what to do with, tell me what to do. And, you know, where we start to have some dialogue is that, you know, I, my job is not to tell you what to do with your money. My job is to help you ask effective questions and help you make, come up with a game plan that you're going to feel confident with. Because if I tell you what to do, and then 10 years down the road, you're like, oh, Matt told me the wrong thing. I wish I had done. I wish I had done this. Um, it's about you understanding what's important to you and making the right decisions with your dollars. Um, but ultimately, we want to make sure that every client feels like they've invested some of that money for today, uh, whether it be in experiences or things that are going to improve their quality of life today. They're investing some of that for the future, so it's going to make sure that they look back 10, 15, 20 years down the road and they're like, you know what? You know, I, I love that person dearly, and this is how their uh, their generous gift has impacted my life even this this far down the road. And then, if there's possible, or if there's enough there to you know possibly make a positive impact on your kids or your grandkids or on your community uh, for for long, the longevity. So, if you are a twenty something year old listening to this podcast, and uh, you found out that you were inheriting a hundred thousand dollars, and uh, you were trying to figure out what to do with it. If you took that money and you basically said, you know what, I'm going to just bury it in the backyard. Uh, and in this scenario, the backyard is an investment account that's generating 8% return. And I'm not even going to look at it till I'm 65. So for the next 40 years, I'm just going to forget about that money, pretend like it never existed. That $100,000 would grow to be over $2 million by the time you're 65. So when we're talking to younger individuals that might, you know, be fortunate enough to inherit some money, we want to make sure that they're investing some of that for the future. You know, it doesn't have to be all of it, but you know, understanding how the power of compounding interest and how you know maybe getting some of that into a Roth IRA or something that's going to grow for the future can really make a positive impact, not just today, but really long term in their lives. Now we balance that long term savings with you know short term needs. You know, whether it be paying down debt or taking the dream vacation they you know, didn't have the money to do a year ago, um, or you know, maybe saving for a home or you know, buying something in the next three to five years that's uh, important to their financial goals. Another scenario I see a lot is uh, for clients that you know, are in their, maybe their mid-50s and one or multiple parents passes away in a short period of time, and now all of a sudden there's this influx of funds. And you know, maybe they had a quarter million dollars saved for retirement, but now once the family house is sold and everything's been divided up, they're closer to a million dollars in all of their accounts, and they're not exactly sure what to do. You know, do they keep working? Do they try to retire early? Should they pay off their kids' student loan debts? Should they buy a second home? Should they, uh, you know, give some money to charity? All these uh, things that start to you know, weren't in their realm of thought process six months earlier are now things that they're having to deal with or have to confront. And 
that's really where it's important to have a well thought out approach to how to deal with this kind of unexpected source of funds. And like I said, we go back to that same idea of making sure that they're investing some for today, you know, whether that be in a family vacation or reducing some debt uh, or just, you know, things that are going to make an immediate impact in their lives. Um, make sure that they have some invested for the future. So supplementing their retirement cushion or, you know, maybe uh, paying, investing in a, a second home that might become their retirement home when they're done working. And then finally, you know, discussing if possible, how could they help out their children or their grandchildren? And that could be in the form of direct gifts. It could be setting up some trusts that will have a long-term benefit or maybe setting up a 529 for a, a newborn grandchild that um, you know, will be able to you know, help have some long-term growth. You know, as you've heard me say before, when it comes to inheriting money, like a lot of other financial decisions that you'll have to make in your life, there's not a right answer for everybody, um, but there is a right answer for you. And, you know, if you kind of admit or accept the fact that inheritance may be something that you'll have to deal with in your lifetime and you have some proactive dialogue and you help, you know, get past some of the fear and anxiety and guilt that might come along with those funds, you can start to develop a game plan that will align with your short-term and long-term financial needs. and. You know, really look back uh, five, ten years down the road and feel like, you know what, um, obviously we would do anything possible to, to have that person back, but I feel like I've done the best to honor their memory and, and really make the most of these dollars. Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, on Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.